Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. We're so glad you're here with us today. And um, I'm Jackie. And I'm Stacy. And we have been talking through this whole series about self-talk and mantras and how I think how they impact really every aspect of our lives. And um, it's been super interesting to hear our perspectives and talk about how uh, self-talk impacts our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with God, our relationship with the closest people to us, and also our relationship with our community. And um, we've come up with some really um, good challenges for ourselves. Hopefully you've been taking those and running with them and taking advantage yeah. of them and thinking about those things. And um, Stacey's going to tell you what we're going to do today. Great. So every topic that we discuss We'll look through those four lenses, those four perspectives. And then our fifth episode, we'll be kind of digging deeper with someone personally and how their story goes, right? How, how does yeah. mantras and self-talk, uh, in this case, is our topic, and how does it affect somebody? And those somebodies today, since we're new, it's going to be myself and Jackie. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so we're going to kind of talk about how we're trying to practice what we're preaching. Yeah. In fact, we're really preaching in order for us to practice, to have to practice, <laughs> right? It kind of goes around like totally, that. Totally, totally. Yeah, so I'm going to start by asking Jackie some things because we just want to get to know you a little more, Jackie. Yay, We want right. you to tell us, this... we want the full autobiography. All so right. everybody grab some coffee, get, get your feet up. <laughs> Right. It all began. It all began. 48 years ago. There you go. Okay. So let's see. Well, I it, one interesting thing about me that most people don't know is that I was born in Hong Kong. So oh. I, know. I was born um, in 1970. My parents were, well, my dad was a teacher and at a, the international school in Hong Kong, okay. missionaries. So um, that's how I began this life. Um, but, you know, that's way a long time ago. Let's talk about now. I have, uh, my husband, Mike, and I have been married for, let's see, tw- it gets harder the further along you get to remember the exact uh-huh. 22 years. They get in less trouble. Is right. that Because we all start forgetting. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 22 years. And um, we have three kids. So Matthew is 18, and he's a senior in high school, which mm. is really a big piece of life for us this year really is doing senior year with him and doing it well and launching him successfully or at least as successfully as possible and then Alyssa is 14 and she's in eighth grade so she'll be doing high school next year and then Jackson my baby um he is 12 so he's not much of a baby but he's sixth grader and as you know Stacy um a big part of my life right now too is homeschooling Jackson so we have a um I guess a tradition in our family that kind of unfolded accidentally that I love which is that I have had the opportunity to homeschool each of my kids for one year and um, we've done that in sixth grade for each of them and it's been gosh 
I mean, one of these times I'll talk more about it, but it's just been a really incredible time of relationship building for me and my kids. And um, their sixth grade is such a great year because they still love their mom. Wow. <laughs> and, right? And they're pretty compliant still, but they're super independent thinkers and they're really um, figuring out who they are in this world and what matters to them. So it's a really formative year. So I've mm-hmm. really enjoyed doing that with all three of my kids. And this is my last year of doing that. So, um, I do that. I full-time homeschool him, um, and then also two others, as you know. So I have three students in my little homeschool, which is really, really neat. Uh, I love that. Um, and then I run a home tutoring. Yeah, go. Oh, God. I was going to say, don't be sad, Jackie, because my daughter will be in sixth grade next year, and you can Perfect. have her. Oh, what I would do to homeschool Jane. That would be so fun. Sorry, I'm totally um, interrupting your story. No, I love it. <laughs> So I also run a, um, a business out of my home, a tutoring business. So I also love that. I just absolutely adore working with kids to reach their full potential, whatever that looks like. All often it's actually math because it's kind of hmm. become my sweet spot. Great. Um, often middle school math. Um, but I do tutor in really every subject and I don't go much younger than third grade, but I go up through college. I have some college students I tutor. So I love that. It's a total passion of mine. I'm an educator by trade and have been for 25 years. So um, that is what I do. I also, another big thing that occupies my time is um, my kind of my nonprofit involvement. And Stacey, you know about this, but um, I'm on the board of, and I'm one of the original founders of an organization called They Are One. We're a teeny tiny little nonprofit here in Monterey County where we live. Um, We do work in Haiti with vulnerable children there and we do work here in our community as well with vulnerable children mm-hmm. and what that looks like often it takes a lot of different forms but um we do a lot of tutoring of homeless kids as well as kids who are in the women's shelter with their moms and that is super rewarding work it really is just super selfish and fun and amazing and um, I cannot <laughs> recommend it enough it's amazing so um I'm on that board and that is something that takes up a lot of my life and then I'm also on the board of directors at my church and um, okay. that's really really fun and rewarding experience as well and um it's been great because I've served in leadership capacities at other churches but this specific one I've done for about three and a half years and sometimes when you peek behind the curtain at that kind of a place you can see some things you are not a big fan of, but it's been the opposite experience for me at Shoreline. It's been um, just really encouraging to see the um, integrity, the love for people and God and um, the incredible passion people have for, for reaching people in our community. So that's been really, really good. So that's kind of, I think, um, well, I guess the last thing I would say just about me is that I consider myself to be someone who, I guess I care about building community. And I know this sounds mm-hmm. so cheeseball. Like I hate that it sounds so cheeseball, but I, um, I really make that, um, my focus of is connecting people and building community in mm-hmm. like lots mm-hmm. of different ways. And so, um, that takes up a good chunk of my time too, but I am going back to work full time for the first time mm. in 19 years. I've not oh worked full time. <laughs> I mean, you know, I keep, pretty busy, but I am going to be working full-time in the fall. I'm looking for a position. I just got my master's degree a few months ago. What is your master's in? My master's is in educational leadership. 
and Dang. curriculum and development. Holy so my oh. end game is to teach um, education courses at the community college level yeah. and influence teachers. But in the meantime, I think I'm going to go back into the classroom for full-time for a few years. Okay. And um, we'll see. That's kind of my hope. But that's in the next few months. So life will be changing a little bit. We'll be losing yeah. a child. <laughs> and I'll be going back to work full-time. So that'll be a shift. Well, all of us people who don't homeschool our children and send them off to school mm-hmm. are grateful to have teachers like you. You're so sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking like, forward yes. to it. Yeah. Being in the classroom is awesome. So, so good. That's kind of me. So, so good. Um, yeah, any follow-up questions, or can we move on to, the, to hearing well, about I, you? Well, I think I want to highlight what you said, and okay. you said it's so cheesy that you're so into building community, but that's really what you and I are both about right yeah. here, too. Yeah, you're right. This podcast. Totally true. That's all we're about, because that's something that we share. You can hear our voices that we're a little excitable, <laughs> and that yeah. we just care. And Which. ultimately, if you hear nothing else from us, Blah, 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 self mantras, yada, yada. <laughs> if you just hear and understand that we care for you mm. and that we, our hope for you is that you grow and that you love and that you learn, etc. Totally. That's our hope. And that, that is fun. what we share. Yeah, I agree. I think. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yep. Okay. That's what this is about. All right. Can we hear about you? Tell oh, us. heck yeah. Who is Stacey Wilson? Oh, I woman know. behind the mask. Yeah. I don't wear Bring it, girl. But, Bring it. <laughs> but I do love talking about myself. Great. Because <laughs> I think we share that, As too. I have mentioned <laughs> in every uh, podcast, and likely will, uh, that I come from a big family. And yes. so for me to just talk into a microphone and people are listening. Oh, huge. Even if you're not listening, who cares? I'm still talking. <laughs> right? Like, uh, it's you, you kind of had to be loud to be heard. Um, and I have been a various stages of myself throughout my life, which I always find really interesting. People go, oh, Stacy, whatever. It's just natural for you because you're la- you're like just outgoing. Right. And that is certainly how I seem and come across. But I want to tell you a little story about a girl, a little girl <laughs> that was the whiny one. And <clears throat> I'm a, I like to say I'm the middle child because I have two big sisters and two little sisters. Okay. We do have a little brother who's little by far. And so when I went to college, I studied family dynamics, mm. childhood development. Because my mom was like, there's no such thing as middle child syndrome. Okay. And I'm like, you're wrong. <laughs> right? right? I wanted to prove it to her. Right? So I wanted to research it. Nice. So <clears throat> um, in this topic of mantras and stuff is so part of who I am because half of me is like, you're not worthy, you're all that negative self-talk stuff, right? And the other half of me is, did you just tell me I can't do something? It's so bizarre. I have uh, these conflicting stories in my head. And so I grew up with this big family, and our dad was a helicopter pilot. And of these five girls and our little brother, whose picture was poster-sized in my dad's office sitting in a helicopter, just my brother. Wow. Okay? Not one, not two, but three. So every year he would just get like a new poster of him sitting in a helicopter with a headset on. I mean, he was the cute little one, but we all used to be cute little ones too. No posters. And so I was like, "Mm, no, you didn't. (laughs) Okay. And so then I'm the only one now who has become a helicopter pilot. I'm the only one with my pilot's license. Wow. And, um... So that's half of who I am, but the other half of who I am is, like, I don't work as a helicopter pilot. I have my private pilot's license if there's the different um, levels, 
Um, cause I'm also scared to death that I'm not going to be like the best one or I'm not going to mm. be chosen or I'm not going to be able to afford it or have to, like I talk myself out of it big time. Mm, yeah. So it's so interesting, the dichotomy in my brain. Um, but if somebody was like, you can't do it, then I think I would actually be driven more to it. But okay, now we know <laughs> how to motivate Stacey. Tell you her guys got to tell me I can't and then maybe I <laughs> will fight you. Okay. So that's, I think, just a big part of who I am. Yeah. Um, and I work at for a nonprofit that does flight training in airplanes, so actually, cool. and with the tagline is at-risk and underserved kids. And it's really teenagers who have not had a lot of great opportunities and been the victims of bad stuff. Yeah. And so that's what I do. I have, I've been married for 17 years. I have two kids. Um, my daughter Jane, who's going to be in sixth grade next year at Jackie's school of, oh no, shoot, she's going to pull that job, dang it. Um, anyway, um, so my daughter is 11, my son is eight and, you know, they are just full of life and energy and sass and <laughs> frogs and stink and all the things. It's amazingness. Um, and they're pretty, pretty good kids. And so, you know, we just live this life of balance, like trying to find balance somewhere magically. And, you know, I mentioned in our previous podcast about how much I just love being a part of the community. So I'm involved in a few different ways. Um, I'm on a couple of different boards mm-hmm. and um, like to serve in that way. Mostly it has to do with kids and the city and the community. So, yeah, that's awesome. kind of about me. Awesome. I guess. I love it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I feel like if you ask me tomorrow to tell my life story, it would be totally different. Totally different. You know, story. It's you know really what I mean? Funny. Yeah. yeah. Because there's too much to fit into five it's minutes. So, so silly. I yeah. feel the same way. Mine would be totally different, but I really like. You know, it tells us something. So. Yeah. Okay. So. You'll learn more than you ever wanted to know about us no. eventually. So yeah, just, well, keep yeah, that's true. <laughs> just keep listening. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Okay, so we're going to talk now about kind of how these self-talk topics, how mm-hmm. it impacts us specifically so yeah yeah. um you know I am a huge proponent of building others up Mm. I love to tell people something good about themselves and it's sort of selfish because I think they like me for it right if you've ever read the Dale Carnegie book how to win friends and influence people yeah my dad bought me that book one time because I was the recreation director in a small community in our county and you know, I was becoming this leader, but I was super young and I had just graduated from college, but all of a sudden I got kind of put into this role where I was responsible for these people. And my dad bought me this book and I was like, oh my gosh, dad, I was so like offended because I didn't, I never heard of this Dale Carnegie. I'm not a salesman. I don't know. And he gave me this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I was like, do you feel like you trying to say you didn't know? I don't have any friends. (laughs) What are you telling me? Great. I have since read that book like three times. Yeah, it is good so one. good. Ultimately, the message is talk to people about themselves. Yes. Tell people good things about themselves yeah. and they're going to love you for it. Yeah. And that's a really selfish because it comes, it's driven by like a salesman point right. of view kind of right. thing. Um, But it serves me. Like I love it because I want people to like me. Right. That's a people pleasing thing that I have going on. Um. But I want to see somebody smile. I want to bring joy into the world. Yeah. I want to see, you know, encouragement 
And in turn, because I need those things so much. Right. And so we tend to, I think, give what we hope to receive, right? Totally. We, like the love languages and everything, we do and behave how we wish other people would behave towards us. That golden rule. 100%. Right? So, um, the, the reason, the way self-talk has influenced me, I guess, is just in a huge way because my self-talk is so negative that I counteract it by being super positive to other people. Interesting. You know, one of the things we, I don't think we have touched on in these, um, last few episodes is how our upbringing impacted our specific self-talk. Oh, <laughs> Do we want to open that door? Do we want to go down that path? <laughs> I don't think we have enough time. And there's no couch here for me to lay on. <laughs> well, I think Let's... it's, gosh, it really is interesting because, um, I mean, yeah, it's a really big topic. But I did, yeah. I grew up with parents who only saw the best in me. Wow. And um, I literally grew up believing I could do anything. I mean, I mm-hmm. I had really good self-talk. Probably wow. too good of self that's incredible, though. What a for gift. The, for, it was yeah. a gift. It absolutely was a gift. I think what was missing a little bit was just reality. <laughs> so um, so reality was kind of a, a, a big old, like, punch in the gut, you mm-hmm. know, when I did have to enter in the real world and realize that I wasn't all that. Um, but, but it has served me well over time because even as I hear you talk, you know, Cece, you and I know each other, but we're getting to know each other better, right, right through yes. this. So even as I hear you talk, um, I'm realizing more and more that a lot of my self-talk isn't, and, and I actually have realized this over the years, um, it's not as bad as a lot of women's self-talk. Mm-hmm. I don't have um, as many of those negative messages running through my head, um, primarily, I think, because my parents didn't give me any of that. I never mm-hmm. heard my mom and it's still to this day, have never heard her say anything bad about herself. Never once. Wow. I've never heard her say anything negative about the way she looks. Wow. Nothing. And so, yeah, um, yeah I mean, that's a gift for sure. Because yeah. I know a lot of women have the story of, of their moms, hearing their moms speak negatively about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't have that. So I'm super grateful for that, yeah. too. Um, but I think it, it's a helpful practice to look look at how we grew up and the messages we heard growing up and mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. those messages then inform the, the self-talk that we carry with us. So do you have... That bring well, up I anything? have a, maybe an opposite okay. um, experience. Okay. You know, I think my mom was maybe a little more typical of, yeah. oh, I'm fat, or she'd grab a the thing of flour, the package of flour, five pounds of flour, yeah. and she would grab and be like, you know, I got to lose 10 pounds. And so I'd hear a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but what I find interesting is that even myself as a parent, I am constantly concerned about what I say about my kid and how they're going to pick it up, right? Okay. But my mom said that kind of stuff to me, and that's not how I behave. Oh. Um, but I also saw my mom and I think was – sad that she did couldn't build relationships because of what she thought. Mm-hmm. And so I I saw in her a self-talk that kept her from living out an extended life with relationships with people because you assume, and you know how we assume, she assumed everybody was better than her or skinnier than her or... Whatever. I don't really even know yeah. exactly, but I do know that her 
not only her self-talk, but the things that I heard her say about herself out loud, um, which is self-talk, which is not right. in her brain, right? Just, right. But I heard her say it in them out loud um, that, gosh, it makes me have some compassion for her right. that that's what, um, you know, like what I witnessed and what so many women I hear them say, or if we're being honest, you know, oh, my body, or, you know, actually women use that word fat. Mm, I hate that word. Yeah, I hate it yeah, so much. Yeah. Um, unless you're talking about bacon, and then I love that <laughs> word. And I love yeah. it. I love it. I love and it. You know what I love about that, that you were insightful enough, even as a child, to to pick up on the fact that her self-talk was impacting the way she showed up in her relationships mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to internalize that in a way that ended up being positive for you, right? That you that you wanted to be able to use your self-talk in order to help yourself show up in the world in a different way. Right? Is that kind of yes? And I think that even going forward to anyone who's listening and to ourselves, is that recognizing it is really the first thing. For sure. And it's easier to recognize stuff in someone else than it is to yourself. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, But it is possible to recognize it in ourselves. It is possible to slow down and ask yourself, what are those messages that I'm hearing on repeat? Mm -hmm. And um, I think we've said that in each of our episodes, but it it bears repeating because because, um, I think. I have heard women say, well, I don't know. I don't know what those things are. Um, And so I do think we live in a world that's really noisy. Mm -hmm. We can tend to be um, always busy (laughs) in such a way that we don't allow ourselves time to reflect on those things. And then you're right. It is hard to know. But if you give yourself intentionally make time to reflect, I think you do know. I think when you take the time. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I encourage all of our listeners to mm-hmm. um, figure out a way, all three of you, <laughs> to figure you, out me you, and our, my mom. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> um, To find a way to build into your life some quiet. Oh, um, yeah. Even if that looks like, um, you know, for me, I'll just, I'll speak really specifically. I have started a practice. It's been years now, um, of waking up early before anyone else. And I am intentional about how I use that time. I, um, it's shifted over the years, but now I, I write down and I, I spoke about that at this yeah. in our first, mm-hmm. um, uh, podcast, yeah. I think is that I write, write my, I am statements yes. and I write them as if they are already true. Um, and I write 10 of them every day and, um, those are my mantras for the day and I reflect on them all day and um, I do other things during that time as well. I listen to um, my Bible on audio and I spend time in prayer and um, I do other things as well. But um, part of my morning routine is to really be intentional about those mantras because I find, first of all, I, I listen. I journal during that time as well, which is a really great tool for learning what you're saying, what your self-talk is. When you're journaling without judgment and you're just writing down your thoughts, that's when you really can see what your self-talk is. So mm-hmm. that's a powerful way for me to kind of determine that the self-talk that I need to change and the self-talk that's also working for me. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, gosh, I touched on a lot of things there. But um, find, I guess my main point is to find quiet time to reflect and listen to yourself so that you really can learn what your self-talk is mm-hmm. that's because you said awareness is the first step yep so. absolutely yeah and then I think to take a second step from there yeah. is um 
travels on from what you just said, but it, that is identifying and just picking one. Mm. Pick one, one. Totally, I agree. Pick one yeah. that you want to replace. 100%. Pick one that you can replace with something that is true, something that is optimistic, something that is positive. Yeah. And that's where I'll go out to say that whatever you say about yourself is true. It will happen, right? It's self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. If you say you can, you're right. If you say you can't, you're, you're right. right. You know, is that you do have power. Words have power to speak into what you will do. And yeah. then that would lead me into the third thing, which is take one of these steps. So Jackie uses so many tools. And so even though you were gifted into this beautiful, loving nest of encouragement, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, is that you've also developed so many tools over yeah. the years. Yeah. And yeah. so what we want to do is give, share some of these tools that you use, mm-hmm. some that I have used, yeah. and so that our listeners can pick one. Yeah. Right? No, I think that's really good. So that we can identify, mm-hmm. pick one, mm-hmm. and then pick one tool. Pick, Use a tool. Yeah. Right? So we're yeah. going to give you some ideas. Yeah. One of them is Jackie's I am statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you... Can think of some and repeat some out. I know yeah, you have them written down, right? Would you I be okay have, with reading a few of them to us? Yeah, they, it feels really vulnerable to read them because some yeah. of them are not true yet. So, but I will read them. Um, and, yet. <laughs> yet, yet, exactly. Um, so let's see. I'm a strong and capable leader. Um, I'm a supportive and loving wife. I'm a bridge builder in my community. I'm a fearless friend. I'm a lifelong learner. I am a mom who leads by example, loves fiercely, trusts implicitly. Mm. Um, Very good. Those are some of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But these I am statements. So this mm-hmm. is something that if I, for example, am hearing message a message like that I can't do something. For me, mm. because I was just talking about flying helicopter, and yes. my goal for a few years has been to get my next level of licensing. I love it. To become a commercial helicopter pilot where you actually get like paid to fly, and that could be your job, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm partway there, but I keep freezing. Right. And other stuff comes up and it's an issue of prioritization and time and money. Right. Um, but also self-talk. Right. Truly. And, um, so if that message, just as an example yeah. right now, yeah. for us to well, follow along, I am right? Yeah. And the statement is, is I am capable of flying a helicopter, which what about, A, that's true already because I already can. But What about I am a commercial pilot, helicopter Ooh, pilot? Okay. I mean, let's just go there. Okay. I am a commercial helicopter. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm so glad. <laughs> I am a commercial helicopter pilot. Now, I... <laughs> oh, she's back. I like, no, I like it. <laughs> okay. But this reminds me of an episode of this, <laughs> the world's most influential show. Oh, I love it. You Theologically totally sound. And... Saturday Night Live? No. Oh, oh, I thought that's what you are going to say. No, but that's actually my dream. So that's my next I am right. statement is I am <gasps> okay. a staff member. Is that the right? No, a cast member cast on Saturday member. Night Live. Oh, yes. Write it down. I am a cast member. You know, and wait, we're going to go back to what you said a second ago, but but I do want to say, this is really important, you have to write it down. It's not enough just to say it once. you got to write this down. Okay. And it's not like, I know it sounds a little ewee-jewee-bee-bee, like... <laughs> 
How do you spell I, EBGBB? Yeah. I'm trying to write that down right now. I know. It does. It sounds a little silly because is it, who is it? Isn't it at Saturday Night Live where they say oh. that? Isn't that like a skit on Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah. It's Joanne and Anna Banana or something. But, but we, again, like, it, and it is a little, it is a little weird. It feels a little weird. But the truth is that words have power and, um, and it's kind of just a form of goal setting. It's a way to goal set, right? It's so true. In a, in a way that's kind of it's the first positive. Step. Yeah. It's yeah, the yeah, first step. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be all weird. <laughs> okay. So, no, I was going to yeah, say, gonna say that a different show, Jane the Virgin. Oh, which, yes. If you want a glimpse into my life, watch the telenovela, Jane the Virgin. The guy that's like the speak voiceover yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you want to peek into my insane brain, I love that show so much. It's so funny. Okay. I mean, right, maybe it's a little racy at times, so watch out. <laughs> FYI, it's not. <laughs> it's probably rated R. I don't even know if that's the way they rate stuff. But anyway, so they just, she was challenged to not hear her inner critic mm. in one of the episodes. Oh, really? So this really plays Fun. in to okay. our topic. I love it. Because she's a writer, but she's getting writer's block. Okay. And so her dad, who's an international, uh, not international, just like Spanish language superstar in telenovelas. Okay. Um, he tells her, maybe you should take like a um, improv class. Mm. Okay. So she goes in there and the first rule is instead of saying, yeah, but you have to say, and yes. And, and. I wrote that down. I'm like pausing <laughs> because I believe that truth can come from anywhere. Totally. Even a cheesy, hilarious, 100%. bestest show on television, Jane the Virgin. 100%. Telenovela. I believe truth is truth, right? Yeah. It's wherever it is. And so I thank you, the writers of this show, because <laughs> that really spoke to me. Yeah. So when you said that, I am a commercial helicopter, I wouldn't be like, yes, but. Uh, or, mm. So I'm going to say yes, and I'm also going to be a cast member on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> They take forty something. Wait, you will be a But baby I'm only thirty nine and a half. I'm just a thirty nine and a half. I'm not even. I'm not even thirty nine and a half, girl. My half birthday is <laughs> April thirteenth. Okay, well, I can't wait to celebrate. I'll make you half a cake. I appreciate. It. I would love All right. that. Um. So another tool that comes to mind. Are okay. we moving on? Yep. Okay. We got. I am statements is a tool. Yep. Okay. Give me another tool. So, um, a way to shift your inner dialogue, your self talk is. Mm-hmm. I I use um, doorways. Doorways. Doorways are a trigger for me, and by that I mean every doorway I walk through, I think to myself, "Who do I want to be in this next context of my life? Like, who am I walking into this room as? Hmm. Am I walking in, you know, like for example, walking in this morning to podcast? I am walking in capable, confident, and with something to offer." And so it's usually three things. I don't know. I like threes. It's yeah. Like a round mm-hmm. number. Um, so I usually, sometimes I walk into a room and I, I want to be a, um, a compassionate, loving listener. So it's always mm-hmm. three things. Mm-hmm. But who am I entering this room as? And so um, it, it really works for me to focus um, my energy in terms of how I'm showing up. And That's so um, so I do that. I use doorways. Doorways are my trigger. When um, When my kids were little... I used um, uh, traffic lights or stop signs as triggers. Oh. And so we would generally use those as triggers to pray. So we would, a stoplight would mean we were going to pray. A stop sign would mean we were going to say a quick prayer. Often they were really quick. But um, triggers work for me really, really well. Another trigger tool is your phone. Um, so I have alarms on my phone. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so I think I learned this mantra, I think, from my friend Ginger. Um, we said it to our girls when they were little, and we said, um, I am strong, capable, and confident. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one that's just stuck with me for like 15 years. And so I'll put, you know, trigger uh, alarms in my phone that say strong, capable, confident. And set them off different times of the day. And it just takes me, you know, it's easy peasy, but it pops up strong, capable, and confident. Guess what? It's a reminder to think of myself in that way. Um, So, and each day is different. Sometimes it'll stay that, that trigger on my phone will stay for weeks. Other times it serves me for a day and I move on to something different. But it's a simple, easy tool to focus you throughout the day on different self-talk. Yeah, because I'm typically a... Um, cause I like to do calligraphy yes. on oh. the side. And so I really like writing out quotes mm. and stuff for me. It just, the process of doing it is, um, even if I, if I read a quote or some like Bible verse type of thing and I always write it yeah. out, it's the process of it coming in and then coming out again. It's like a multiple uh, impact totally. multiple touches I guess yep. is what I think yeah um and then if I say it out loud that's another yep. one um anyway so I like writing stuff a lot so that's my good. um tool would be a, a writing down a quote or a, yeah. your your mantra your that's I good. am which you already said to write down um but even in an artsy kind of a way yeah. like a doodling kind of a way love it um you know I use I do a lot of like watercolor words and stuff I can't like so beautiful make a bird or something like I can't I have yet to there uh, you go <laughs> how about that how about that positive self-talk I, love it. I have yet to learn how to draw that stuff and I don't really want to anyway but um but I do love like mixing colors and letters and um and another one because I like to write and I'm very tactile with paper mm-hmm. and stuff is writing it on your mirror in your home yeah Dry erase marker. Yes, I do that too. I want you to write something down. So these are all tools that we want to give you. Do you have any more, Jackie, before I move? Um, no, I think. Wrap it. I think that is all that comes immediately <clears throat> to mind. Um, I, get, I did talk about journaling, right? Journaling, yeah. I did. Uh-huh. I think that's another mm-hmm. really, a really good tool. But. Yeah. So, and bravo, because whoever's listening right now, they're auditory learners, likely, or maybe they're just driving and they couldn't pick up a book right now. Yeah. Um, and they're listening right now, and this is a way for you to repeat um, in your mind, because you're hearing us tell you something about yourself that is true, mm. is that you're capable, you're confident. I always use these two words, healthy and strong, healthy and strong. with my kids. Love it. Healthy and strong. Mm. Um, and it's. I don't know. Those are, I guess, my mantra that I use with them, that I yeah. pray for them or yeah. speak to them, like etc. Like and it. so to everyone who's listening, bravo, because A, you're already doing it. Yeah. You're already doing a tool right now. That's true. That's true. So like bravo. That's good. That's good. All right. So I just kind of want to maybe wrap it up and okay. kind of go with, remind you in these three ways is that we're talk self-talk. Words matter. Yeah. Right? Words totally affect you. Um, what you say becomes truth, becomes true for you, whether it's good or bad, right? right. And so we just want to encourage you and really the first thing to do. So this is your kind of three-step process to go home with today okay. is um, what message? Like take some time. Jackie was really recommending being quiet, finding a still space. Right. 
I actually, when I'm driving, I get into my garage and then I just stay there. Yeah, that's I a good sit one. in there quietly. Everybody gets out and I'm like, oh, they're gone. I just sit there. And sometimes I I bought a used car that was fancy enough to have heated seats. Nice. I was like, so sister or brother, whoever's listening right now. <laughs> yes. Heck seats. yeah. Um, so that you can have some quiet. Because really ask yourself this question. What message am I telling myself? What am I really speaking? Yeah. Some of them are going to be good and life-giving. Some of them are not. And so you want to then... Number two, identify those that are not. Pick one. one. Okay, because there's a litany of things. Yep. yep likely. Pick one. Pick one yep. And pick one to replace it with, yes. right? Yes. And so then we have this list of tools. Yes. Okay, we've got writing down I am statements. This is your replacement. Mm -hmm. If what you said before was, I'm not good, I'm too old to become a commercial helicopter pilot, mm -hmm. now you're going to say, I am not, I can, right? I am a commercial helicopter right. pilot. You're writing an I right. am statement as though it's truth already. I am capable of hard things. I am capable of hard things, yes. Okay. Also, second one, doorways. Jackie, tell us about the doorways again. Remind us. Using doorways as a trigger to remind yourself to say something positive, to say whatever your I am statement is, maybe you could repeat it then. Like, I am, I'm capable of hard things. So mm -hmm. using triggers, whatever the, you can make any trigger Pick work one. for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, and then utilize phone alarms. Yeah. That was your yeah. idea as well. That's one of my triggers. Yeah. Okay. Set yourself an alarm to go off. How many times a day would you recommend? How many times do you do it, Jackie? So I have three. I, okay. I do it three times. Morning, mid, middle of the day, and then nighttime. And I just um, put in the the truth statements that I want to reflect on that day, whatever those true things are that are. Like we said, that the scripture we read in um, the second episode. So Philippians 4 says, whatever is true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. To those things mm -hmm. that I want to reflect on throughout the day. So three times. Great. Um, and then lastly, write it down in something. If yeah. you want, if you like doodling or wherever you're sitting at your desk or in class. Get a journal too. Write it yeah, down. I mean you can write long Notebook. words. Some people are like writers. Yeah. I'm not so much. That's why I'm like a duplicator. I write down quotes of things mm, yeah. oftentimes. And um but I want you to also be able to see it. Yeah. So sometimes you write it down and then you close your notebook and you put it away. That's true. Good point. And I want you to see it. So I want you to put it on a post-it note or mirror. write it on your mirror yeah. in your bathroom. That's good. Yep. Love and it. hey, maybe some other people will see it too and get a little bit exactly. encouraged. Okay. I love it. So to wrap that up, friends, identify what messages you're saying to yourselves. Pick one that you want to replace and replace it with one using one of these tools that we just suggested because love ultimately... It. We love you. We love you. That's just it. Okay. Yeah. We love you and we yep. want you to be encouraged. Yep. And we want you to go forth and feel loved today. Mm, absolutely. All right, friends. So I guess we need a big ending. We need a so big maybe ending. That's it. It's just that we love you. I like that. We and believe that. Yeah. Okay. We're loved. Amen. Amen. Wow. So that was it. That was our first topic, mantras and self-talk. So remember that next time we will be asking the same four questions, but our new topic is mission. So our mission statement. So join us starting with episode seven, and we will be talking about how our personal mission, you know, affects ourselves.
Hey guys, we want to hear from you. The whole reason we're doing this is to connect with you and to hear your thoughts on what we're talking about. We want to know about what we're saying that is um, making a difference for you. Are you learning anything? Do you have anything you want to teach us? What can you show us? We want to connect. So here's how you're going to do it. That's right. We're on all the social media platforms. I mean, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Plus, you can find us on our website, which is the Jackie and Stacy Show. Weep, weep. And you can email us as well. Oh, but please do. Make sure to spell that right. It's the, the, T-H-E, Jackie, which is I-E-A-N-D, Stacy. Stacy's E-Y. So <laughs> different. Yeah. The Jackie and Stacy Show. All spelled out like that. So contact us, you guys. Email is at... Do it. We want to hear from you. Visit us. Comment. Ask us some questions. Send us a picture. Oh, hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag all over it. Okay, we're going to do it. Whoop, whoop. See you online.